Heavenly greetings in Jesus' name. Yes, the Lord be with your spirit. Do you agree with me that life is always in motion? Where are you right now on the journey of life? What stage are you in? Even though your environment, your situation, your emotions may change. God's promise for you to experience His kingdom here on earth never changes. Your copy of the Bible may be getting old, but the truth in it is ever new. And truth always wins the race. How are you doing in your journey through the Bible? I want to share with you a bit about my experience of my journey through the Bible. If you've not joined us on this journey through the Bible, it's never too late. Yes, you can join us to read through the Bible in 120 days, reading 10 chapters every day under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. What I'm seeing traced through every page is God's uncompromising demand for wholehearted devotion and obedience to His ways. And what does the Lord command us? The Bible says in Micah 6 verse 8, to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. As I read through the Bible, I see that God was not so interested in King Saul's public displays of reverence as in his obedience to God's commands. God was not so interested in David's courage and bravery as a king, as a warrior, as in his reverent fear of God that motivated all he did. God was not so interested in the beautiful temple that Solomon built for him as in his position in Solomon's heart. There's something within every human being that longs for meaning. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3 verse 11 that God has put eternity in the hearts of man, but no one can understand what God has done from the beginning to the end. And if that meaning is just for this earth, Apostle Paul said, we're to be of all men most pitied. 1 Corinthians 15, 19. There's something within every human being that longs to worship. And if that worship is given to any other except the God who created us, we can never be fulfilled because the purpose of life is to glorify the God who created life. Isaiah 43, verse 7. The kingdoms of the biblical kings of Israel faced a lot of hardship and violence, fundamentally because God's chosen people had rejected him as their king, as their sovereign authority. The Bible is essentially the chronicle of God's love for us, for you and me, from darkness before Adam and Eden to eternity with him in heaven. And we have seen time and time and time again what happens when we disobey his commands, when we reject his love, when we ignore his presence. But because of God's unconditional love for you and me, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to show us that the kingdom of God is not a material kingdom. It's not a physical kingdom, but it's a spiritual one. That is why Jesus said in the book of Luke 17, verse 20 to 21, the kingdom of God is within you, in the living word of God. Are you tired of not fitting into this world's rules and games, of not having idols or kings you can see, worship and adore? The truth is that when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you accept citizenship in heaven and death here on earth. That is why the Bible says in the book of Romans 6 verse 11, count yourselves 
dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Yes, this world is not our home. God gave us his word to teach us the way of salvation and how to live for him. When he told Peter, upon this rock, I'll build my church. He was talking about the rock of the living word of God, the word of spirit and life. It is that word that establishes, that builds the kingdom of God inside of you. If your life is built on any other thing, you're just wasting your time. You're not building on the foundation of the kingdom of God. Don't wait until life storms sweep away your position, your possessions, your peace, until you realize that you've been building on mere sand. The question is, what are you seeking? Are you seeking the kingdom of God? Or are you seeking something else? Let me talk you to our proof text, yes. The book of Matthew 6, verse 33. I'm sure all of you know this very well. This message today is all about being a kingdom seeker because that is what matters to Jesus. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. The question of the Philippian jailer, what must I do to be saved, was a once in a lifetime question. But the answer lies in the decisions of every day in the motives of each moment. What are you seeking? Remember what we just read, the Bible says in Matthew 6 verse 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. But many of us today, if we examine ourselves closely, sincerely, we'll realize that we're seeking every other thing and expecting the kingdom of God to follow. It doesn't work like that. If you're seeking ambition, if you're seeking personal gain, if you're seeking acceptance from men, if you're seeking to please people around you, if you're seeking popularity, fame, it's time for you to do a U-turn. Yes, a U-turn and start seeking the salvation of your soul. You might say, but I've been asking God for the same thing for years. I keep seeking answers from God and I continue to be disappointed. I want to ask you, What's the motive of your asking? What's the motive of your seeking? Are you seeking for the salvation of your soul? Remember the words of Jesus in the book of Matthew 18. He said, unless you change and become like little children, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. What does that word mean to change? It means to be converted, to leave a life of sin. It doesn't take you long to realize in your Bible reading from Genesis that you see that God takes sin seriously. He doesn't overlook sin, why? Because sin is the only thing that can separate you from God. And it's the only thing that gives Satan legal right over you. It's the only thing that puts you in darkness. Today, we're bound by the chains we call freedom. That freedom to sin puts us in bondage. Do you know that the greatest sin is for you to pretend that God does not know you. <laughs> How can the creator not know you? God is the one who created you. He knows everything about you. He knows the disposition of your heart. He knows your motivation and your relationships with him and with others. He knows when you're faithful and honest or you're unfaithful and dishonest in your relationship with him and with those around you. How can the clay say to the potter, you don't know me? You're just clay in the potter's hands. 
And because God is the one that created you, He alone knows how to save you. You see, our King Jesus did not preach politics. Our King Jesus did not preach prosperity. Our King Jesus did not preach the ideology of the day, but He came to preach the kingdom of God in the power of the Holy Spirit, a kingdom that will, that will save you from sin and death. And that is the salvation that every human being is in need of. Do you know that you're in need of salvation? Because unless you know you're a sinner, you cannot know that you need a savior. Unless you know that your spirit is dead, you don't know it needs to be awakened and linked to God. That is why Jesus said to Nicodemus when he came to visit him in the night to ask him, is the kingdom of God real? What did Jesus say to him? Jesus said, you need to be born again. Born again of spirit. Because it's our spirit that connects with Jesus. The kingdom of God is a spiritual kingdom. You may ask the question, how can I experience the kingdom of God in this world? <laughs> is it possible to experience the kingdom of God in this world? Well, let me ask you that question. You're in this world, yes, but are you part of it? Which kingdom are you seeking? Which kingdom do you belong? It's a decision of every moment. If you want to be a Christian, be a Christian. But not just a Christian by word, word and spirit. Not only do you need God's word to be born again, you also need God's spirit. Because the Bible says in the book of Zechariah 4 verse 6, it's not by power, it's not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Without the Spirit of God, the challenges before you will overwhelm you. So if you've decided today that you want to start seeking the kingdom of God, let me show you the way. Jesus told parables to explain the kingdom of God. To his disciples, he spoke plainly. Yes, the way has been made plain. Ask Apostle Paul and he'll tell you in the book of Romans, the kingdom of God is not far from you, but it's right in front of you in the word of God. Yes, it's the Word of God that establishes, that builds that kingdom of God inside of you. When Jesus said to Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. He was talking about the rock of the Word of the kingdom of God, the Word of spirit and of life. I want to share with you a word of advice, a lesson that my mentor, Prophet T.B. Joshua told me that has helped me so much. He said, to seek the kingdom of God is to have the kingdom of God. What does this mean? It means as long as you're seeking God's presence, God's presence is with you. As long as you're seeking God's peace, God's peace is with you. As long as you're seeking God's spirit, God's spirit is with you. Ask King David and he will tell you the secret of seeking the presence of God continually. That is why the presence of God never left him. He said in the book of Psalm 34, verse 14, turn from evil and do good, seek peace and pursue it. No matter your situation right now, you can start seeking the kingdom of God. Don't be comfortable with your spiritual attainment. Don't think you've arrived. Because the closer you get to Jesus, the more you realize how undeserving of his presence you are. Remember to seek the kingdom of God is to have the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not a matter of talk or of emotions or feelings, but it's a matter of righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's what the book of Romans says. 
Are you seeking the kingdom of God? Remember, don't wait till the storms of life sweep your position, your possessions, your peace away before you realize that you've been building on sand, before you realize that you've been seeking the wrong thing, before you realize that you've been building on the wrong foundation. The best foundation is the living word of God. Which kingdom are you seeking? It's never too late right now to start seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Yes, that is the reason Jesus came. Remember Christ's great declaration to Pilate. Remember what he said, he said, my kingdom is not of this world. Yes, if the meaning of your life, the foundation of your life is, is just based in this world. Apostle Paul said, you're to be of all men most pitied. So let me encourage you today, seek the kingdom of God. My life is a living testimony of that promise of God to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. From a natural point of view, having just graduated from university, going to Nigeria to become a disciple of Prophet T.B. Joshua made no sense at all. But in my heart, it made more sense than anything I had ever known. Because as I would come to realize for the things of God, even though our reason may reject it, our heart craves for it. 15 years later, at a time when I thought it was all over, God said it was just beginning. So let me encourage you today. It is never ever a mistake to put God first in your life. It is never ever a mistake to seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. Yes, keep seeking the kingdom of God. Keep seeking the presence of God. Keep seeking the peace of God and his presence, his peace, his kingdom is within you. Yes. Never stop seeking. Never stop seeking. It's not about your own works. It's not about your righteousness. We're saved by grace through faith. That is why the closer you get to Jesus, the more you realize how undeserving of his presence you are. Allow him to process you. Go through his process, put him first. Allow him to melt you, to mold you, to fill you and use you for his glory. The process of the journey is the work of the kingdom in you. What stage are you in now? Are you being melted? Are you being molded? Are you being filled? It's the process of that journey through life in God's hands, which is the work of the kingdom of God in you. Never ever stop seeking the kingdom of God until the day, the hour, the moment that you're glorified at last. In Jesus' name.